are now about to witness the awesome <laughs> crushing <laughs> might You see what I got going here? I got the baby monitor. So she's sleeping now, so I gotta watch her. So I can't scream. S. Robinson Show. Stop. Welcome, my friends, to a show that seemingly never ends. This is version at two. Nine, uh, 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 nine. <laughs> of the UGS Robinson Show Stop. I'm your very sleepy host, UGS Robinson. I'll tell you all of what's going on soon. <laughs> Excuse me. Yesterday I watched the fights this weekend. For a guy who's quick to fights, I'm amazingly diligent. I did watch them. But we're not talking about that right yet. Not from the outset. And uh, we're going to have Bob Riley sing us in. Yeah, I'm a little distracted. Bob Riley, the time change is throwing me off. Bob Riley sing us in like he has every single week since 2007. Intro, all of nothing. From Calling the Just. Still available from Revelation Records and Huntington Beach, California. They shoot you to death in a nightclub. They hit your car with a hammer. And they rode, run your mayor pro tem out of town on a rail so he could open up a substandard restaurant in Florida. Listen, listen well. I'm on my way back to nowhere. I took my time, but I could not get through. I'm taking a real good look at you. Now I'm taking a real good look at your face. I'm on my way back to nowhere. So being paid back and forth always nothing. <laughs> man, oh man, a shebbits. All right, I just, uh, I just saw something that's given me a great amount of personal pain outside of the physical pain that I'm always feeling. Hey, Mr. Robinson, uh, Mr. Robinson, yeah. Mr. Robinson, what the, how, what kind of personal is it from seven days a week of jujitsu for since COVID opened back up? Is that what's hurting you? Nah, Mr. No. And Mr. So what's bothering you, Mr. Robinson? Well, is it from the two days a week that you're doing CrossFit and the three days a week that you're doing some kind of yoga and stretching? Is that nah, that's not it. Is it the 17 Euro shows you just played, the three East Coast shows, the six West Coast shows that you just played with Oxbow? Nah, nah, nah. No, you didn't miss anything. Uh, nah, nah, that's not it. How did you hurt your back, Mr. Robinson? Oh, I bent down to pick up a small piece of toilet paper that the kid had left on the floor. That's, that's what I did. Yeah, I got to assume it's age. I mean, the last time I remember getting hurt this bad, and I'm taking everything. Oh, you remember a few weeks ago when I said I had some tramadol? And I, I turned my nose up at the tramadol. 
because the guy got it from his vet for his dog. He goes, ah, it's virtually the same thing. It's, you know, it's a muscle relaxant for dogs. I go, I'm not taking any dog medication. Well, I've consumed that. I've consumed all the oxycodone I've had. I've taken Advil. I've taken edibles. I've taken a, a, anything that would, uh, might all for, for muscle cramps and my lower back from picking up a piece of fucking toilet paper is absolutely killing me. And right now I'm trying to turn around to turn the heater on. Ah, to turn the heater on because this room that I'm in is virtually, God damn it, is virtually outside. So, ah, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, fuck it. I'm sorry. I got to turn my back on you. You, you. you can deal with it. Oh, whoo. It's the kind of pain, man. It's the kind of pain that, uh, you know, when you're in it, you never feel like you're ever going to get out of it. <laughs> and when you're out of it, you can't believe like you were ever in it. Yeah, I need a back. My, my wife has got one of those Thera guns and I've been using that shit on it. That hasn't helped. The tramadol on top of the oxy on top of the mite all on top of the edibles. That seems to work, but that's no way to go through life. <laughs> uh, they refused my MRI for the hips. Strangely enough, there's the, the wonderful magic of masking. Uh, I don't feel any pain in my hips at all now. Because that's I'm walking so incredibly slowly when I want to get anywhere because it's like one wrong twist on this lower back. And I don't know. Is it the nerves? Is it the muscle? I never know. So I take the tramadol for the muscle relax. I had some flexrol, ran out of that. I got some BPC here. Some guy said, inject it. Use one of your insulin syringes, just inject it. I go, I don't know, man. That sounds... It says right on the bottle, not fit for human consumption. I, I don't want to be one of those guys who like croaks. And then they're like, well, didn't you read the thing? I'm in the waiting room post-death like in Beetlejuice. How did you die? Well, I had a bottle that said not fit for human consumption and I consumed it. Have a seat, please. You look at your number. It's like 300,000. Jesus Christ. It anyway, look, I'm not complaining. I'm just noting. Don't expect you to care. So today, the reason the show is late is today, and I'm not putting it off on this guy, the Black History of Rock and Roll, an Instagram page. The guy is like on his page saying, hey, I want to interview somebody. Can you think of anybody? I go, yeah, me. How often do I have to stand there to be ignored by uh, 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 who? Look, I just interviewed Vernon Reed just a year ago for Wong Duty. My cousin, Sharon Harris, worked with him. Sharon Harris, who used to sing backup for the Cranberries and used to play keyboard with Barry White, my cousin, worked with him. So yeah, my, my cousin's in a, in, a, in a rock band. You guys should meet. Nothing. My sister has sung with him. Oh, my brother's in a band, in a rock band. Uh, uh, you, you, you should meet. Nothing. Finally, after harassing him relentlessly at Wong Duty, he finally got back to me. Great guy. Great interview. Still up on endofnowhere.com. You should check it out. Vernon Reed. But when I contacted the Black Rock Coalition the way back when, I got the high hand. When I contacted Afropunk, I got the high hand. So it meant a lot to me to have the Black History of Rock and Roll, even though it's some guy's Instagram page and his deal that he set up. He knew a lot about music. 
specific, specifically, you know, kind of music I know a lot about. So it was perfect. Interviewed me today at the time I would have been doing the show right before the wife takes off to do whatever she's got to do. So that's why the show got pushed back. I'm not putting it off on him. I made a choice. I tried to get the guy to go earlier, but we're scheduling back and forth. We got the time that we could, which was one o'clock, the time I usually record the show. That is why it is late. Oh, shit. Antidepressants. Well, we got some Neurontin or Gabo, Gabo, whatever, whatever the non-generic name for Neurontin is, but suicidal ideation, which was one of the indications of what happens to you when you take Neurontin, have given me pause. I got enough trouble as it is without suicidal ideation, especially since in my head, any thought of suicide is always preceded by grand acts of homicide. I think we could all safely say, I don't need this in my life. And probably neither does the rest of the world. So Neurontin, if you're going to tell me right now that Neurontin really works, I will tell you right now, I will take it. But I'm concerned about the suicidal ideation. That seems to be part of it. As well as that guy that showed up to a show in Minneapolis and said, oh, man, first he showed up. The guy was all like kind of like crazed and like not quite right. Next time he showed up, he was like had two like two women, one under each arm. Hell, fellow, well meant, cracking jokes, slapping me in the back. I said, "Hey, hey!" I pulled the guy aside. I was like, "Hey, man, I remember you from two years ago. What the fuck?" He was like, "Yeah, it's a big difference, right?" I go, "What did you do?" He goes, "One word, neurontin." And he goes, it's like looking at the world. It's like I'm in a fishbowl when I look at the world. Everything is so clear. I didn't argue that point, that if you were in a fishbowl, things would not look clear at all. But I, he gave me a bunch of Neurontin. I said, well, shit, it's working. Man, the guy is flying high. I, just, I get back. I look it up online. Talk, suicidal ideation popped out at me. I go, I'm not taking that stuff. So then I put it in the danger bottle. You know what the danger bottle is? The danger bottle in my house is where I put all the drugs that people have given me, and then I forget what drugs they gave me. <laughs> so I have I have a whole bottle full of a Russian roulette. What's in that bottle, Eugene? Well, at one point, I remember putting DMT, which is not technically not a pill. I put in uh, Neurontin. I put in methadone. I put in, I put in a lot of stuff. And then I had, I'm not an idiot. Okay. <laughs> you have to say that in the middle of an argument. I'm not stupid. You know, I had a guide for what the pills were in the, in the mystery bottle. But of course, over the course of time, and we're talking 20 years now, I've lost the guide. Haven't lost the pills, lost the guide. And I don't feel like Jim caroling it by like, just, I wonder what this one does. Pop, pop. I wonder what this one does. Pop, pop. I can't, I can't run that risk anymore. I'm a responsible individual. I'm an individual. <laughs> hey, Show Stomper fans. Thanks for checking out this teaser of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. Please be sure to join us over at showstomperpodcast.substack.com to subscribe so you can enjoy the remainder of the show. Every show runs a little over an hour for free on the Showstomper YouTube channel every Sunday when it airs live. To catch the show after that, you will need to become a paid subscriber on Substack to help support Eugene's work 
and help us to keep bringing these shows to you week after week, year after year. Thank you so much for your support. See you over on Substack.